0: Hmm. Recorded live.
1: Well, praise the Lord, saints. We just thank God for another Bible study. We thank God for another opportunity to come before you on the, the talk. And we just thank God for just another day for bringing us through. And we just thank God for his faithfulness. This is Personal Touch International Ministries. Well, our pastor is Apostle Tracy Robinson and Pastor Roosevelt Robinson. Um, and we this is our weekly Bible study. We thank God for everybody joining us, those who are on the call now, and those who will listen to the call later. We just thank God um, for you. Before we go any further, just a quick word of prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your word, for your spirit, and your blood. We thank you, Lord God, for your faithfulness. We thank you for who you are. We thank you for your long suffering and your patience towards us, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for another opportunity to hear your word, to share, to be among the believers, Lord God. Praise you look on every hearer that we would not just be hearers, but doers of the word as well. Praise you look on our apostle, our pastor, our elders, our ministers, and all the saints of personal touch international ministries as well as their families. We've got, we thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So again, like I said, this is Personal Touch International Ministries Weekly Bible Study. Amen. Tonight, we're going to be talking about just a, a brief Bible study, if you will, the revelation of Jesus Christ. I'm going to be talking about the revelation of Jesus Christ. And our central scripture is St. John 10, 27 which says, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. So let's look at the revelation of Jesus Christ. It says, In order to be led of God, we must first be able to hear and recognize the voice of God from all the other voices that are speaking around us. We need to know what the Word of God says so that we won't be tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the sleight of men and cunning craftiness, whereby they lie in wait to deceive. And that comes from Ephesians 4 and 14. And our main scripture again on one of them, St. John ten twenty seven. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. So how do we get to this point? How do we get to this point where we be able to recognize the voice of God, that we won't be tossed to and fro, and that we'll be like a sheep. Well, the, the Lord said, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. One way we can get this to this point is by having a personal revelation of who Jesus Christ is. John one and one says that the Word was God, and the Word was with, that the Word was God. The Word became God, and we know that the Word is God. God in Christ reconciling the world unto Himself. What is a revelation? There are many definitions to include God's disclosure of His own nature and His purpose for mankind. Again, a revelation is God's disclosure of his own nature and his purpose for mankind. Especially, it goes on to say, through words of human intermediaries. So again, a revelation is God's disclosure of his own nature and his purpose um, to an individual. Why is having a revelation of who Jesus Christ is so important to our walk and ability to know him? Okay. why is having a revelation of Jesus Christ so important that we would be able to john ten twenty seven my sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me well, first of all, when you have a revelation of who Jesus Christ, it will give you a give us a thirst for the things of God, it will cause us to thirst after the things of God, to thirst after the things he thirsts after, and it will cause us to hate the things that he hates. It will be easier. For us not to sin, easier easier for us to feel the conviction of Jesus Christ when we have a revelation of who Jesus Christ is. You know, it's one thing. You know, we have the revelation and we come to um, salvation, we we get saved, and that's wonderful. That's what we need to do. But we have to pray and ask God for a continual revelation of who he of who He is. You know, that we can see that um, in our daily lives, having a revelation of who God is, of who Jesus Christ is, makes us more confident in him. Because when you have a revelation, you don't have to worry about getting into um, fights over, you know, whether Jesus was fat, whether Jesus was short, whether, you know, um, Jesus was was green, yellow, whatever color he is. You don't need to kind of get into those arguments on whether does God exist or he doesn't exist. Because when you have a revelation, you, meet, you have seen God yourself in a sense. I'm not, I use the phrase face-to-face, but I mean you have a revelation of your, yourself that can't be taken from you. Let's take a look at a few people here. When we look at Moses in Exodus 3, 1 through 4, and I'm just going to read, a, read it briefly. Now Moses kept the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian. And he led the flock to the backside of the desert and came to the mountain of God, even to Horeb. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a flame of fire out of the midst of a bush. And he looked, and behold, the bush burned with fire, and the bush was not consumed. And Moses said, I will now turn aside and see this great sight, why the bush is not burnt. And when the Lord saw that he turned aside to see, God called unto him out of the midst of the bush, and said Moses, Moses, and he said, Here am I, and we can go back, start from Exodus and see the life of Moses. Once Moses got that revelation of Jesus Christ, he never looked back. You know once he became, got that revelation of who God was, God said to him, and Moses said, Who should I say sent me and He said, and God told him to say, I am that revelation of 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 who God was took Moses. Through the ups and downs, it took him through the challenges he had to go through with Pharaoh. It took him um, be dealing in the desert with all the people mumbling and complaining. It took him through, you know, um, the the being talked about. It took him through, you know, um, just all the things that he go through. He had to go through the battles. He had to go through the frustration. He had to hear people complaining about him and talking about him. But he never looked back. He may have, you know, we know Moses had some frustration. We know that, you know, he struck the rock instead of speaking to the rock. But what he never did, he never looked back. He didn't look back because he had a revelation of who Jesus Christ was. Jesus Christ, God spoke to him, you know, in a burning bush. He had that manifestation. No one could come to him and say, Moses, are you sure that it was the Lord who spoke to you? Well, what did they say? Because he had that revelation. And when he asked God, he said, who should I say sent me? That revelation of I am, say that he, God told Moses what to say, that took Moses throughout the rest of his life. Yes, he had different encounters with God. Because once you have a revelation with God, yeah, you'll have ongoing encounters, but you won't be shaken. You won't be moved because of that revelation of who Jesus Christ is. So when you have that revelation, you can find yourself being a sheep of God. Like we said, St. John 10 and 27, you'll be a sheep who can hear God's voice because of that revelation. Another man of God we'll look at is Gideon. Judges 7, 9 through 15. Judges 7, 9 through 15. And he came to pass the same night that the Lord said unto him, Arise, get thee down unto the host, for I have delivered it unto it into thine hand. But if, but if thou fear to go down, Go thou with Pura, thy servant, down to the host, and thou shalt hear what they say, and afterward shall thine hands be strengthened to go down unto the host. And we know from reading this earlier, um, Gideon was a little hesitant, he wasn't sure, even after the fleeces and after the things, he still wasn't completely sure. But God didn't, um, you know, beat him up for not being sure. He he told him what to do. He said, but if thou fear, because he knew there was still some fear there to go down. He told him to go down with your your servant down to the host. And the host were the people that they were going to be fighting. And verse 11 says, and thou shalt hear what they say. And afterward shall thine hands be strengthened to go down unto the host. Then went he down with Purah his servant uh, unto the outside of the armed men that were in the host. And the Midianites and the Amalekites and all the children of the east lay along in the valley like grasshoppers for multitude, and their camels were without number, and the sand by the sea for multitude. And when Gideon was come, behold, there was a man that told a dream unto his fellow and said, Behold, I dreamed a dream. And lo, a cake of barley bread tumbled into the host of Midian, and came into a tent, and smote it that it fell, and overturned. That the tent lay along, and his fellow answered and said, "This is nothing else save the sword of Gideon, the son of Joaz, a man of Israel. For unto his hand hath God delivered Midian and all the hosts." And it was so. When Gideon heard the telling of the dream and the interpretation thereof, that he worshipped and returned to the house of Israel and said, "Arise, for the Lord hath delivered into your hand the host of Midian." So what is this saying? This is saying that prior to that, Gideon was a little um, anxious. Gideon was a little nervous, right? So he was a little anxious. He was a little nervous about going down. But what the Lord said to him, to, to go down, Gideon. So Gideon, basically what he did, him and his servant, they snuck down to where the, the, the hosts were. And when you look at the scripture says here that the, the Midianites and the Amalekites, they were like grasshoppers. That means there was a whole bunch of them that their camels were uh, were without number. That means they had a strong army, right? And Gideon snuck down, and he happened to overhear a conversation. They were talking about him. The, the one fellow had a dream, and he told the other person, you know, the dream that he had. And the interpretation was, he said, that's nothing but the sword of Gideon, the son of Joaz. They didn't know who Gideon was because Gideon had not yet... Um, showed himself to be a commander. They didn't know who he was, but in the dream they knew who he was. And they said, this is nothing more than God delivered Midian and all the hosts. So Gideon overheard his enemies talking about him, and he overheard his enemies, one enemy saying to the other enemy, that God, that Jehovah God has, oh, we're going to be defeated, is basically what they're saying, and we're going to be defeated by the hand of Gideon. But once Gideon heard that, he got that revelation. Gideon, in verse 15, said he went down and said back to the Israel, to host of Israel, that means to his camp, to his army, and he said, arise, for the Lord hath delivered into your hands the host of Midian. Gideon got confidence. He had a revelation of who Jesus Christ was. And once he got that revelation of who Jesus Christ was to him. And in his life, he was able to go on and become the commander that God had said he was. At the beginning, God called Gideon. He said, you're a mighty man of God. Gideon wasn't sure about that because he didn't really believe that he was a mighty man of God. When you get a revelation of who Jesus Christ is, you will begin to believe what he says about you and not what you think. When you get a revelation of who Jesus Christ is, you will you, have not just that confidence, but you will begin to have the boldness. It doesn't mean that you're not going to be um, fearful. It doesn't mean um, that you're not going to be maybe a little anxious or nervous. That's part of the flesh. But that boldness was press you forward. Because see, here's the thing. When you read the entire Judges, Gideon wasn't, his flesh made him think he was more afraid than he was. Gideon couldn't have been that afraid, as, that afraid but his flesh made him think that he was. He thought he was fearful. No, I, I can't do it. Um, and I'm paraphrasing, no, I can't do it. I'm not a mighty man of God. No, no, I, I, I need, he needed all these fleeces. But he really didn't because think about it. How much courage did it take, okay, to leave your camp, to go down with you and one servant, to go down into another camp with all of the hosts, of, um, um, of host, which is the, the army, and spy on this army? That means in order for him to hear what these people were saying, he had to get pretty close. He could have been killed. If they would have saw him, they could have killed him. But he, he did it. He didn't even realize how confident he was, how, how, how he, much of a mighty man of God that he really was. But he just needed this to heal this boost. And once he got that boost, he was able to be what God had called him to be because of the revelation. And Gideon never looked back as far as being a man of war. Gideon continued to judge the children of Israel. He never looked back. Why? Because he had that revelation of who Jesus Christ was. The next person we'll take a look at is Joshua 1, 1 through 5. It's now after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spake unto Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses, Moses' minister, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now therefore arise, go over this Jordan, thou and all the people, unto the land, which I do give to them, even to the children of Israel. And then the Lord says to Joshua, every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, that have I given unto you. As I said unto Moses, from the wilderness and this Lebanon, even unto the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites, and unto the great sea toward the going down of the sun shall be your coast. Thou shalt, there shall not be any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not fail thee nor forsake thee. Be strong and of good courage. For unto this people shall thou divide for an inheritance the land, which I swear unto their fathers to give them. Once Joshua got a revelation of who God was, he knew who God was to Moses because he had been ministering to, to Moses for years. But once he got that revelation, God came to him and said, I'm with you, um, Joshua, just like I was with Moses, I'll be with you. And as you continue to read in Joshua, you see, I mean, in in Judges, you, you, I'm sorry, Joshua, you see the point where Joshua, there was a period where he was actually, um, I guess, had gone off by himself. And he saw somebody come to him, and Joshua said, who are you? Whose side are you on? And the Lord let him know, neither. I've come to you, Joshua, as a commander. He let him know that I'm the chief of the army. But my point is that once Joshua got the revelation of who Jesus Christ was for him, he was able to go in the strength of that. There was not – and when you look at the, the – the, the um, the judges, when you look at the, um, the the warfare, you know, Joshua was a great commander. He was a great commander-in-chief. He, got, he took the children of Israel from one place to the other. Moses got them out of the wilderness, I mean, or to the brink of it, and Joshua took them in. Joshua was able to go through all the battles that he had to go through. Why? Because he got a revelation of Jesus Christ. You never see where Joshua Went back. You never see where Joshua said, oh, I don't know if I can do this. Why? Because he had a revelation of who Jesus Christ was or who God was for him. The next person, 1 Samuel 3 and 10. And it says, and actually I'm going to read 3 and 10 and 3 and 20. And the Lord came and stood and called as other times, Samuel, Samuel. Then Samuel answered, speak, for thy servant heareth. And then it goes on to say, and Samuel grew and the Lord was with him and did, did let none of his words fall to the ground. And all Israel, from Dan even to Beersheba, knew that Samuel was established to be a prophet of the Lord. And you can read this entire thing yourself. But once the Lord called Samuel, 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 you remember the story how first Samuel thought Eli called him. But once Samuel got, um, came face to face with Jesus, with God, and he said, God began to speak oh, to him. Okay, begin to speak to him. Then he realized that, okay, that God established him to be a prophet. And he continued to go on. Once he got that revelation, he never looked back. The scripture lets us know that there was no prophet like Samuel. Both Samuel judged um, Israel as well as the prophet. He actually, you know, even when he died, there was no people couldn't say any bad thing about him. That Samuel judged Israel faithfully. The last person here. I think a couple more. And then after I finish, we're going to go into questions, if anybody has any. Um, It says, we're talking about Saul. Acts 9, 1 through 5. And Saul, yet breathing out threatenings and slaughter against disciples of the Lord, went unto the high priest and desired of him letters to Damascus, to the synagogues that if he found any of this way, whether they were men or women, he might bring them bound to Jerusalem. And as he journeyed, he journeyed, He came near Damascus, and suddenly there shined round about him a light from heaven. And he fell to the earth and heard a voice saying unto him, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? And he said, Who art thou, Lord? And the Lord said, I am Jesus, whom thou persecutest. It is hard for thee to kick against the pricks. And then we go and we know right after that. Saul said, Lord, what would you have me to do? Once he got the revelation of who Jesus Christ was, again, Saul never looked back. When you have your own relationship with with God, born out of a revelation about who he is, you can't be shaken easily. You're not easily moved. Your comfort is secondary to the things of God because you have a revelation of who he is, not just who he is, but who he is in your life. You will not be afraid to be honest with yourself. You will not make excuses for yourself. You will not have no problem with having a lifestyle of repentance because you understand who God is. Because when you get a revelation of who God is, then with that revelation, you, you, you get an understanding of, of, of who he is. You're not going to be able to explain all of it, but you just know. It's like the spirit of like a... a, a a shadow, something that would overshadow you, and I'm just using this as an example, that would overshadow you. And then you know, when that shadow leaves, you have a, within you, you have a revelation of who Jesus Christ is. You have a certain knowledge that you didn't have before. You have a certain confidence. You have a certain faith. You don't even know where it came from, but it's a, it came with that revelation of who Jesus Christ is. Sometimes that revelation could be just a word, like he said to Joshua, I'll be with you. I'll never... Um, I'll be with you, just like I was with Moses. Sometime that revelation will come like it did through, um, with Gideon. When he heard someone else talking about him, and that was a confirmation of what God said. And at, based on that confirmation, he was able to step out on what God would have him to be. The thing is, we have to ask God for a revelation. When Moses moved out in God, he never looked back. Once Saul said, Lord, what do you want me to do? He stopped sinning. He didn't need to be encouraged and baby to do the work of the Lord. He didn't need to do that. Why? Because he had his own revelation. Now, revelation can be progressive, and it is, because as we walk with God, he will reveal to us a little at a time. But it doesn't have to be that way. You can ask God tonight, God, reveal yourself to me. Give me my own revelation of who you are to me. And we have the word of God. God, make the word of God come real to me. But God will not only make the word of God um, real real to you as you read it, he'll give you a, a manifestation. He will speak to you. If you need him to speak to you, he will um, uh, um, give you a dream. He will give you a vision. Again, this, none of this takes away from the word of God. But the thing is, God will give you your own revelation. He wants to show you who he is because on, once now. you get that revelation, you will not be moved. You will not be shaken. God will give you a revelation of who he was. Um, he can give you. Such a, a revelation of his glory that, you know, you, you'll keep going, that you won't stop. When we look at Moses, and I'll read this, Exodus 34 and 30. It says, And when Aaron and all the children of Israel saw Moses, behold, the skin of his face shone, and they were afraid to come nigh him. And Moses called unto them, and Aaron and all the rulers of the congregation returned unto him. And Moses talked with them. And afterward, all the children of Israel came nigh, and he gave them in commandment all that the Lord had spoken with him in Mount Sinai. Until Moses had done speaking with them, he put a veil on his face. But when Moses went in before the Lord to speak with them, he took the veil off until he came out. And when he came out, he put the veil on his face. Moses was such, had been in the glory of God, had gotten such a revelation the glory of God, that when he spoke to people, he had to put a veil on his face. What I'm saying is we can get such a revelation of God that a glow, not necessarily like what Moses had, but like a a glow, if I can use that example. What do you mean a glow? A glow as evidenced by your standing God. People can look at you and say, wow, look at that person standing God. Look how they stand in in the midst of adversity. Why? Because of the revelation that you have of Jesus Christ. It could be a glow evidenced by your single focus for the kingdom. You're not moved. People are like, oh, God, you know, this happened, this happened, this happened. No, I'm not moved. I'm confident because I have a revelation of who Jesus Christ is. I may not know where I'm going, how I'm going to get there, what's going to happen. But because of the revelation that I have of Jesus Christ, I know that everything is going to be all right. A glow evidenced by a mindset that you have, a, that you do, you have a desire to do those things that would always please the Father. So again, St. John 10:27, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. In order to become one of those sheep, we begin to ask God for a revelation. We don't want to just, it's, it's great to go through church. It's, I mean, we need to do that. It's great to read the word. We should do that. It's great to fast. But God will give you a supernatural manifestation just for you of who he is. He will do that for you. He'll take you. you, you, He'll he'll come out of the pages if you were to ask him to do that. God show me, give me a. a, a, You know, he will do that for you because when we look at the things that we have to go through, you know, there are some people. Um, the last I guess the last week or so, the Lord has had me. Um, studying. I won't say necessary study. I've just been looking at different stuff on YouTube, different kind of stuff, and it's just been interesting to see just the different kind of doctrines out there, the different thought process, just, just all kinds of crazy stuff. And you can't even, these people, I mean, they know the word of God um, better than you, out, better than us, and the way they put it together and the words. And it's like, oh, my God. But the thing is, no one can beat a person when you have a revelation of who God is. So when you have a revelation, again, you won't be shaking. You don't have to get engaged in, you know, whether you should do this, not do this, and why should we do that? And No, no, no. Because of the revelation we have in Jesus Christ, I don't have to prove anything to you because God revealed himself to me. Right? God revealed himself to me. I know who Jesus Christ is for me and what he would have me to do. So, again, begin to ask God, give me a revelation of who you are, a revelation of Jesus Christ, a revelation of your spirit. A revelation of the word. As you read it, you know, God, make this word come off the page. Give me, let me know what it means for for me. Amen. Before I go any further, are there any questions or comments?
0: Praise the Lord. Greetings from Canada.
1: Praise the Lord, brother.
0: Woman of God, I had an experience this year that I've been waiting for, a, that happened to me that took over 20 years in the making.
2: Mm, Okay.
0: And uh, when I was a young believer, uh, uh, I was really messed up psychologically. I wasn't of a sound mind. And a man of God prophesied to me, he said, There'll come a time just before the return of the Lord that the Lord is going to rapture you into the throne room of God.
2: Mm.
0: And you'll remain in, a, your spirit man will stay, while your body's alive on earth and your soul's alive in your body, your spirit man will be inside the Father.
2: Hmm. Praise God. I,
0: that's something that I waited for a long time, and this year it took place. I was raptured mm. l- literally out of my body, my spirit, man, not my Praise soul, God. in my flesh. Paul said, I knew a man, whether in this whether in, in the spirit or out of the spirit, I cannot tell, caught up to the third heaven and saw things that are not lawful for me to mm. talk about.
2: Praise God. Amen. Praise God.
0: So what, what happened to me is that I get excited when I talk about this uh, because it's a place of humility. Amen. God resists the proud, but gives grace to who? The humble. Yes,
2: yes.
3: You
0: can't get into the throne room if you've got sin in your life, because mm-hmm. you'll drop dead like Ananias and fire, God's glory will, will destroy your flesh.
1: Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God.
0: So Jesus in the, brought me through the process of time of many breakings and chastisements and dealings and crushings, and, 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 and whom he loves, you know, he chastens. Praise God. Thank God for mm-hmm. Hebrews 11.
2: Yes, yes. I
0: mean, uh, he, uh, that's the faith, I mean, Hebrews 12. Yes. But this is what happened. When he, when the day and the hour took place this year where he said, okay, now I said, I don't want you to lean your own understanding. I saw Jesus stand before me in a mm. vision. Mm. Thank you,
1: Jesus, Jesus. And
0: when you see the King of kings and Lord of lords in that vision, you'll never be the same again.
1: Yes, yes, yes.
0: And in the throne room, There was nobody. uh, There was not too many that were allowed in the throne room. When I was in the throne room, there was the prophet Samuel. He came in. Hmm. The twenty-four elders came in. Hmm. Uh, Elijah and Moses, the two men that appeared, the two prophets that appeared to Jesus on the Mount of Transfiguration. Those are the two witnesses. They came into the into the room.
1: Jesus, Thank you, God. Thank you. David.
0: And I said, Lord, you know, at the time that this took place, God only allowed me to see certain things. He didn't allow me to right away to, to what, why all these characters were in, in the throne room with me. Hmm. And then he had two cherubims with flaming swords, and they wouldn't allow anybody else into the throne room at, at the time this took place. So I, there was it kind of an ordination that took place in my life. Mm, I God. said, Lord, why, why is Samuel in here? He said, he's going to take off his robe right now and put his mantle on you. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus. I said, my Lord. And King David was in there. There's only two people in heaven that wear crowns on their, on their heads. That's Jesus and, 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 and King David, the king of Israel. Say, so how Thank do you Jesus. know that? Well, when Jesse Duplantis went to heaven, he saw two men in heaven that wore crowns, and it was only King David and Jesus.
2: Praise
0: God. Amen. So what happened is, when he put his mantle on me, Something happened on the inside of me. I was transfigured like Jesus was transfigured on the Mount of Transfiguration.
3: Amen.
0: And I can't help but prophesy sometimes. I hear the Spirit of the Lord saying, "I, you people in this room, I want to bring you to the Mount of Transfiguration God. this hour. Amen. Because true, this is your true. jubilee. Thanks,
2: this is the year you of completion. Any more questions, Elder? I'm sorry? Are you going to be taking
1: any more
0: questions?
1: Oh yes, after him, yes. Uh-huh.
0: Amen. Okay. And and what happened woman of God was this is that I saw Jesus take the ark of the covenant. You remember on, on the time of Samuel there was, a, there, was a, there was an ark. Amen. With God's can of glory? Yes. And he took that ark and he put it inside of me. I thought I was going to die. Well, I did die. But I the Bible says when I when I shall awaken, I shall awaken with his likeness. Mm. So I said, Lord, if this experience is really from you, I need a confirmation from a man of God that I don't know of. Mm-hmm. So I met a man of God from Blog Talk Radio. He's, he's, he lives in uh, Chicago, Illinois. He's a, he's an apostle. He pastors an online church. Mm-hmm. God is raising up a lot of online churches this hour, where mm-hmm. two or three are gathered together in my name, there I am in the midst, because he doesn't dwell in a building made with human hands. Amen. And so what happened was, when I said, I need a confirmation, this man of God, he comes to me. I had given him the word of the Lord, and he said, man of God, I don't know you, but he says, my, there's fire coming out of your mouth. Hmm. And it just went into my spirit, and it burned a chaff out of me, and it has changed and transformed me. He says, I saw the mantle of Samuel upon your life, and I saw God take the ark of the covenant and put it inside you. Good. I said, my Lord, you must have see, you must have heard from God. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Don't receive words from people that know you in the natural. Amen. Because if the what happens is a familiar spirit of divination comes alongside them.
2: Jesus.
0: And talk to you. And you don't want to come into agreement with something like that because you can get impregnated. Amen. So this experience has changed my life. Now, you know how you can tell it's a godly experience? You don't get puffed up after it happens. You stay humble.
3: Amen.
0: Amen. You don't allow your flesh to get old. You're walking around thinking, oh, I'm Mr. Goody Two-Shoes. No, it's not like that at all. He breaks you. When God's glory comes inside you, you, you abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Yes, yes. And abiding in the secret, you can't get there and sin. If you got a sin, if you got if you got a problem with with gossiping or or backbiting or condemnation or, or judgmental, you'll drop dead. You won't get He won't bring you into that place of realm of glory. Yes, yes. You got to walk like Jesus walked. You got to live like Jesus lived. When Jesus comes inside your brothers and sisters in his fullness, you'll never sin again. Amen. You won't know how. Amen. I can't woman God, I can't remember my past anymore.
1: Amen. Amen. I tried
0: the other day to remember something because somebody said, remember what we used to do this? And I said, I said I'm sorry, I don't even know who you are. <laughs> we are to know no man after the flesh, Paul said, but Christ crucified. Now, yeah. that's a revelation of an experience that he experienced where his past was completely erased from his memory. Amen. Mm-hmm. Forgetting the former things and pressing on to the, he said, don't look back. You put your hands to the plow. don't look back forgetting those things that are behind. It's not that you forget it with your natural mind. You do it through the mind of Christ in you. Amen, amen, amen.
1: And I think I like what you said there. It's like once you have that revelation, you, you can't, you're never the same. You, you change. You, you can never be the same once you have that revelation of who God is, Jesus Christ is, and like you say, you never sin again. You don't want to sin again. So you amen. know amen, I thank it doesn't God. mean
0: that you don't have shortcomings it right, you don't no, have right. uh, flaws right. you know
1: amen, amen, amen,
0: but he gives you the grace to 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 you know it's like peeling an onion, he peels you he 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 changes you, he cleanses you, and and when I see something that's 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 crooked inside me, I just say fire,, mm-hmm. and I can literally feel my body burning like somebody torched me with gasoline, amen. When you got that kind of fire inside you, brothers and sisters, you, no devil will come nigh by dwelling place. Amen. No sin can touch you because the Christ inside you, with His Father's resurrection power, He's the I Am that I am.
1: Yes, He is. Yes, He is. And you
0: don't go around saying I Am that I am. You just say, Listen, I'm just a bond servant to Jesus. I'm just His slave. Amen. But mm-hmm. your walk will change. Your talk will change. It'll be a yes. talk of humility. Yes,
1: yes, it will. Because I'm going to tell yes. you,
0: brothers and sisters, He knows how to break you, keep you humble. Mm-hmm. I've had a thorn in my flesh that was in my flesh, in my lungs for over two years. Uh, well, about two years. I was taking medication, mm-hmm. uh, 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 a steroid inhaler, to 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 to, to release the inflammation of in my lungs, and I kept saying, Lord, <coughs> why am I not getting healed? This is what he would say to me every time. Because of the abundance of revelation that Paul had, there was a thorn given to him, and he, cri- he cried out to the Lord, and the Lord said, My grace is sufficient that it's made perfect in weakness. Amen. So God, everybody can have a thorn in their flesh, and, and and God keeps that thorn there until that place comes where his foundation of humility and the reverential fear of God is in place inside you that he knows he won't that you won't knowingly, willingly exalt yourself anymore. Then he removes that thorn. I remember on july tenth I had a vision, I saw Jesus with a, uh, he didn't have a nail scar had he had a hold in his wrist. And he pulled that thorn out of me, he says, Today I'm healing you I said, Lord, I need I I need I need confirmation. In the mouth of two, three witnesses. That's how I operate. I don't receive anything unless it's confirmed. Mouth of two, three witnesses. Amen. And guess what? Amen. That very night, I was on talk show and was a prophet. Uh, Larry from uh, um, he's on he's on, on Tuesday nights at seven thirty on, on talk show, uh, eight thirty uh, his time. And 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 and, uh, and so he was on. He said, Raymond, I saw Jesus take a thorn out of your lungs and healing your lungs.
2: Praise God. Praise I said, God. praise
0: God. And I said, i received my healing. I've been healed ever since. Did I not get tempted the very next day with coughing and congestion? I Took it by force. I took my, my, my healing by force. I said, "The the spiritually, the kingdom of violence but if take by force." And I said, "I said, you lying devil! I resist these symptoms. And I speak to my lungs. You come in alignment with, with Jesus and His Word right now, because you're healed by the stripes of Jesus."
2: Amen, amen. And I
0: I'm I'm still healed. Praise God! I didn't give in to the lying symptoms of my flesh and my lungs.
1: And the reason why you still heal because you had that revela- you a revelation of who Jesus Christ was and, and what he had said for
0: you. Ooh.
1: And you were able to hold on to that. So I just I thank God God for that. I know Elder Holly, did you have a comment you wanted to join in? Amen. I, I thought she was on the line and wanted to say something. Brother? Amen. I'm I'm
3: on the line, Elder. Amen. I had the phone muted for a second there. I okay. thank and praise God with what the brother shared there with us. Amen. We thank God for the humility that's in him. Amen. I just, you know, as I was listening to you, I just enjoy how you say that when we have a revelation, we won't easily be moved. Amen. That we not only find out who the Lord is, a revelation of who God is, but, amen, like Gideon and Joshua, and then we find out a revelation of who God is in, with, and for us. Amen. Amen, because I can know the God that's in you, and I can even believe the God that's for you. Amen. But I need to have that same revelation of who he is for me. Amen. Amen. I
0: thank God I for that,
1: Elder. Thank God
0: Amen. For that. Amen. Amen. And, Elder Harley, you're coming into a new season with God, says the Spirit of the Lord. Thank you, Lord God. A new season of intimacy. And you see deep. There's a scripture that says deep calls unto deep.
2: Praise God.
0: And I hear the Lord saying, I'm going to bring you into the depthness of my presence. Thank
3: you, Lord.
0: Thank you, Jesus. Where I am seated inside you in heavenly places in Christ Mashiach, the anointed one. My anointing will begin to pour inside of you without measure. Amen. Unto others, because freely I verse, you have received, freely I give unto you, says the Spirit of the Lord. And you will bring my people into the awareness, into their awakening, saith the Lord, by the word of the Lord in your mouth.
3: Thank you, Lord God.
0: You will see other bishops that are bound with pornography come and be set free by God's fiery swords of fire coming out of your mouth. Jesus. You will prophesy and minister in English and Italians and Germans and French and Chinese and Japanese will hear it in their mother tongue, says the word of the Lord. Amen. Just like it was in the upper room. They heard everybody speaking in their own language. And these men are not drunk, as you suppose, but these men are baptized with the Holy Ghost and with Fire. People say, the, the, I'm not going to preach and teach you. I'm going to just keep it to, to, the, to, to the prophetic word, because sometimes I can jump into another, another flow. Elder Harley, you watch what's going to happen. Uh, uh, things are come, I see the Lord aligning things up in your life. Unsaved loved ones are coming to the Lord this year, says the Spirit of the Lord.
1: Thank you, Jesus.
0: Amen. There's, been some, there's been some that have been wayward. If you, you know what the Spirit is saying. And God says, I know how to get them in alignment. I know how to get, send Moby Dick after them and deal with them.
2: <laughs> Thank you,
0: Lord. <laughs> God says, there's going to be a whole lot of shaking going on in my house. Praise God. And it's not Jerry Lee Lewis shake, rattle, and roll. It's the the bones of Ezekiel shake, rattle, and roll. Amen. Your name is written on the roll. When the roll is called up yonder, when the roll is called up yonder, when the roll is called up yonder, Elder Harley, you will be there, you will be there. Lord God. Lord, the Lord told me to sing that to you. Thank I hear you, the Jesus. Lord saying, I'm sending you a big bouquet of roses.
2: Praise God. Why?
0: Because He's the Rose of Sharon. I gave that to a woman from Vermont one time, and she, her home filled with roses. And that yes, ro- yes. scent of roses stayed there for 10, 12 hours. A literal mm-hmm. manifestation. She she smelt it, and she was changed. Because mm-hmm. she smelt the fragrance of God. There's a fragrance, Elder Harley, coming upon you that you've never had before. There's a new sound. Suddenly there was a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. Get ready for manifestations of a mighty rushing wind. For now, I'm putting the latter day ministry rain upon you. Former rain and the latter rain, says the Spirit of the Lord. Because I'm equipping you so that you will equip my army, Joel's army, to rise this hour and raise up a remnant. My word in your mouth shall not return void, but it shall accomplish, it shall prosper, it shall not return void where I send it, says the Spirit of the Lord. You will see people uh, 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 get creative miracles when you sing and worship my son. Amen. You will see arms where there were prosthesis, artificial legs and artifacts because of people that were in Afghanistan and Iraq, and, and they come to one of your meetings, praise the Lord. I see you having meetings in unusual places, and these these ex-soldiers are there, with and, 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 and women, and, and stepped in IAD, and, 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 and are suicidal, and they come into that meeting because they had a dream of, of you laying hands on them, and they, they got a brand-new leg, they got a brand-new arm, and they thought it was crazy, but they can't shake the dream, and they can't shake the vision, and when they come to that meeting, says the Spirit of the Lord, I will, from the storage house of heaven, give them a brand-new uh, body part that's missing, and it will cause in, in their whole family to come to me, says the Spirit of the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Miracles that took place in Smith Wigglesworth's ministry, where he had 14 people raised from the dead after they were embalmed. Say, well, how come we don't see that today? Because my people have not learned to humble themselves and turn from their wicked ways. To every leader that's on... This, on this line right now, God says, "I have a new place of grace for you." Says the Spirit of the Lord. I'm so glad y'all invited me. I I I, I finally I I'm an all night person because I'm a <laughs> I'm, 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 night night watchman. A watchman's here. Those these these functions operate inside of me. Amen. The 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 Ephesians four prophet operates inside of me. I'm married to the apostle. Amen. Prophets are married to protect apostles.
3: Amen.
0: I don't have to be in a building to function and operate. Praise God.
3: Amen. And I, I
0: said, Lord, if you want me, if you're inviting me to this call, or I know you ladies invited me, you, you sent me a, 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 on my email tonight, eight o'clock. Praise God. And I, I said, Lord, if you want me there, you're gonna wake me up.
1: Amen. Because I don't have
0: an, I don't have an alarm clock. And I woke up at ten to eight.
1: Thank God, He woke you up. Amen. <laughs>
0: I said, you want me to be on tonight? He said, "He said I want my son in you to be on tonight. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. See? And, and to all you leaders in here, get ready for a radical transformation in your lives. I hear the Lord saying, I'm going to send a seraphim like I did to Isaiah. Cause Isaiah said, woe is me, for I'm a man of unclean lips, for mine eyes have seen the king. And that seraphim is going to put a hot coals of fire in your mouth, every one of you. And he's going to burn the iniquity out of your heart. For out of the bunch of the heart, the mouth speaketh. That's why they are pure cloven tongues of fire that, is, that sat upon them. You're going to see people come to Jesus like never before. Yes, you're going to see plagues and judgments and pestilence. If I send pestilence among my people, then the scripture says in the following verse if my people will call shall humble and pray and turn from their wicked ways. We like that scripture but we don't like the word, the verse before that. If I said the Lord says if I send pestilence among my people. And Ain't Amen. the devil send that snowstorm to Washington DC? That's a judgment of God. He sends, here's the scripture. He sends his rain upon the just and the unjust. And when the rain hits the cold atmosphere mix it with the cold, guess what you got? You got super snow. Amen. Some of you have had experiences, but God says, don't dwell on the, what I did in your experience 10, 20, 3, 4, 2 years ago. Set your heart and affections upon me and my word inside of you. For my word will free you. Amen. My word will not only set you free, it will see, see others set free. And God said, there's a supernatural anointing of abundance coming upon your lives because there's going to be riots in cities. There's going to be a, 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 a terrible time. Uh, there's going to be certain kinds of judgments that will cause tens of thousands of people to, to die. Only with thine eyes shall thou behold, behold the reward of the wicked. But no plague shall come nigh thy dwelling. Because I'm going to cause your freezers to be full of food and your, st- and your cupboards to be full of food supernaturally, sovereignly. You'll prophesy, and your next door neighbor will say, "Where'd you get all the food? There's no food in the supermarkets. Martial law has been declared." Yeah, but ain't no martial law in my home. He who abides under the shadow of the Almighty. And I say, now go back to your home. You're going to see your, fruit, your freezer is full of food, and and your your, your your shelves are full of canned goods. You're crazy. No, no, I, I I've heard from God. Go back and sing. They go back and sing. to come crying at your doorstep, the whole family says, my God, you, you prophesied, and our, our freezer is full of food, out of nowhere, it just appeared. we want to give our lives to Jesus, and this is thus say of the Lord, amen, amen, if you can believe, all things are possible, to him and her, that believe it, amen, there's neither male or female in Christ, don't let no man tell you, that you can't be an apostle, prophet, pastor, evangelist, and teacher because there's no male or female in Christ. Matter of fact, the Lord says, those preachers that say a woman cannot be licensed and ordained as an apostle, prophet, or pastor, God says, I've removed their candlestick, and they are being being possessed by a counterfeit. Because who was the first one that saw Jesus raised from the dead? Mary Magdalena. That's true. She grabbed his feet. It was a woman. Yes, it was. Praise, thank God for women.
1: Amen. I sat
0: under a woman preacher for for 10 years, and I loved every moment of it.
1: Amen. Amen. We thank God. Is there anyone? Back to you there. Amen. Is there anyone else who would like to make a comment? Yes, ma'am. You allow me to speak,
2: Pastor Robinson. Hello, can you hear me?
1: Uh, Yes, we can, ma'am.
2: Um, I don't know the man name, but listen to what that says. The Lord, the prophet who was, just, who was just talking. The Lord has said, no good and perfect gift He will withhold from you. Your friend, He's gonna raise you up to be an Enoch. Enoch, or Enoch. Everything what He gives you to speak, you speak it. You withhold nothing. You give His word as He directs you. You don't look for profit. You don't look for gain. He's going to raise you up to be a pastor over a church. You're going to be drawing people because they're going to see the love of Christ in you, and they're going to see Jesus in you. Glory be to God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. He said he's going to raise up a standard in your family. People are going to be following up by just the passing of you like the shadow of Peter in the Bible. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Pastor Robinson. my God, what he prophesies to you, Jesus is going to do even more. I don't know if, I can't call her name. I think it's Elder Le Green.
1: Yes, ma'am.
2: Oh, my God. If she's on there, she said he hears you. He hears you. He hears your cry. He said, he's already dispatched the angel. He said, you keep standing still and waiting on him. Don't move to the left and move to the right. Elder Harley. Amen. Everything that the man of God has said, expected to come within threefold, is not going to take long to come. My God, He said, "You expect that when you turn around and look, you're going to see. Amen. Your family is going to line up with the Word of God. Your body is going to line up with the Word of God. The pains and things you have will cease and shall be no more." Mm. He said, "You have been a good, faithful, good servant, good faithful servant." Amen. He sees you when you're crying at night. He sees you when you're on your knees. He says, "God, He says, never left you, nor forsaken you." We're giving God. all tests just to see what we'll do. Pastor Roberts, oh, Lord Jesus, he has so much in store for you. Even your eyes, the things that you're seeing, <clears throat> you're not going blind at all.
0: Amen. He's just opening your
2: eyes more spiritually. Will you for see God. something for him, and people might think, oh, Lord, she crazy, she crazy. He said you're seeing what you're seeing. Amen. We have not... He have not, he said he will not let nothing come upon you unawares. Yes, that's Amen. right. Amen. Yes, I thank you, Lord. Thank, thank you, Lord Jesus, my God. Thank,
3: thank you, yes. Thank you,
0: Lord. <laughs> yes. That's a confirmation.
3: Thank, thank you, God, God, God for you, sis. Any other comments? Any? Who
0: was who the woman that just spoke there, woman of God?
2: my name is Erica.
0: Erica. Yeah. I see the I see the seer in you. Mm-hmm. You see I've been seeking God now for a while now because I have a passport to travel to the United States and I have not been in the US since 2008. I mean to preach and minister.
2: Mhm.
0: And I said, "Lord, people have been telling me that I'm going to be traveling to minister your word." I said, "But you know when we hear a word like that, we wonder which where where's the timing? And then God spoke out of your mouth by the oracles of God. There, just said, that's it. Now God's gonna move you into that place of your of the apostleship. And no, now I'm not in it for gain. Had nothing to do with money. But I tell you what, it takes money to travel.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It takes an airplane ticket. It takes a a, a bus ticket. Praise the Lord, because I have no vehicle. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jesus. And and I haven't had a vehicle in 20-something years. And the reason why I haven't had a vehicle is because Jesus said, you'd be prophesying in places I didn't want you to prophesy. Amen. There's a mighty anointing inside you to declare, to decree, to change atmosphere, says the Spirit of the Lord. Uh You've raised up Esther's and Naomi's, and Ruth's, in the Spirit. Mm-hmm. Your life will never be the same. There's a total transformation. When you wake up tomorrow tomorrow morning, you're going to wake up in His likeness.
2: Yes, yes, thank you.
0: You're going to abide in Him, and His Word is going to richly abide in you, says the Spirit the Lord, and and and... A lot of people don't realize this, but that God is a God of holiness, and God will not tolerate sin in the church. Anyone who met, comes against God's manifested glory in your life from this day forth will drop dead like Acts chapter 5, Ananias of fire, says the Lord. Those put their mouth on you, this hour. My word says, touch not mine anointed. Do my mouthpieces, my prophet says, his no harm you will see into the spirit and then you will my son will speak it out of your mouth and it shall be established you're an establisher believe in the Lord your God he will establish you obey his prophets and you shall prosper you will expose crooked places in prosperity preachers. Huh.
2: All right. mm-hmm.
0: It's all right to prosper. It's all right to have finances. But when you, all you're doing is, is talking money, money, money all the time, mm-hmm. You,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you can give birth to a golden calf when Moses was up on the mount, The mantle of Moses and Elijah is now coming up mm-hmm. on you, says the Spirit of the Lord. And the Dathan and the Koras, there will be a manifestation of my power in the earth realm. The ground will open up and swallow the Dathan and Koras in literal manifestation. Then the fear of God you're going to come back in the church. It's going to cause an earthquake to take place when you speak, because God's going to speak out of you, and the voice of His seven thunders is going to come out of you. Woman of God. God says you won't have no your days of lack are over.
2: Oh, glory, glory! Your days glory. of lack
0: are over. Glory. God says I see somebody writing a check of ten thousand dollars, certified check, sending it to you in this season. Okay. Okay. I see you tithing on that. Oh yeah. And I see some, and I see God increasing that amount tenfold. Whew.
2: Yeah. Jesus.
0: Thank you, Jesus.
2: Yes.
0: You said silver and gold have I none, but such that I have, give yes. I unto thee to many people. And I'm, I am happy with you, my daughter. I am pleased oh, with yeah. you. You've been faithful in a little. You. Now you will be faithful and I will make your ruler over much. How I long destroy long. lack in your life. I destroy debt in your life. You will no longer be hey, dead hey, to hey, no one. You shall, no matter me. of fact, lend to many nations and not borrow. I will bring this into a literal manifestation.
2: Amen. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes.
0: Yeah. Oh, Rabbi Shanda, you said a while ago, the Spirit of God inside you said, you won't hold back no longer. You'll just release it and who cares about the carnal mind? Amen. My carnal mind Amen. God got deleted. Fire's coming out of your mouth. Okay. The Thank very God. breath of the Ruach HaKodesh is coming out of your mouth and changing, transforming wow. people on this line in this ministry, in your ministry that I've given to you, says the Lord. I see you traveling. We have a woman's yeah, group here in yeah. Canada called Women's of Glow. Mm-hmm. And you're going to raise up women in, 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 that, that have embers a glow inside of them. You're going to ignite the embers inside of them. God says, get ready. I'm going to translate you, rapture you like Philip. When he was baptized in Ethiopian eunuch, he was translated into yes. another city.
2: Yes, he was. Yes.
0: God says, you going to be too dangerous to travel soon, and I'm going to rapture you to different places you're going to go into a restaurant with your your friend God's going to say take your cell phone with you take your but leave your purse here mm. <laughs> why would he tell you to go somewhere without any money because the disciples didn't take any money in their purse amen you know? amen in that cell phone you're going to call say listen i'm in paris france <laughs> yeah but you were just 5 minutes ago in the washroom there at, at Tiffany's in New York <laughs> Yeah, but I'm in France now. I just got raptured. I'm here on assignment to give thus say, the Lord to somebody. A backslidden prophetess. And restore Uh-oh. her. Mm-hmm. You're going to have divine appointments where God will show you a vision, woman of God. And as I see the Isaacar anointing upon you, the ability to discern the seasons and the times. God says, I've given you the authority to release that car anointing upon my people. Jesus. Just speak it forth, and I'll watch over my word on your mouth to demonstrate it. You will be a demonstrator of my anointing, of my humility, of my grace, of my truth, of my righteousness. You will be a living witness to the nation, says the Lord. For I am now suddenly come to your temple as in Malachi. Jesus you're being changed instantly in the twinkling of an eye. And you, you, my word in your mouth shall change people instantly from that of a homosexual, from that of a lesbian, Jesus,
2: into yeah, a sanctified yeah, woman uh, and, and healed and delivered yes, yeah.
0: instantly Jesus. I don't want to go beyond my Mindful boundaries. you the time too, Elder. Yes, yes. Okay. I'm back to you, woman of God.
1: Amen. I just, I just thank God for what God is is saying, what God is doing, and how he's encouraging his people and encouraging the saints. I just thank God God for this. I thank God for, for him. And I just thank God for his, his presence. Amen? Amen. Amen. I don't want to cut anybody off. I believe if there are no other comments, we we'll go ahead to close out. We'll just thank God for his word. And as we just continue to ask God for that revelation of who he is. Amen. Amen. Elder Harley, would you close us out in prayer?
3: Amen. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we just thank and praise you, Lord God, for the time, Lord God, that we had on tonight. Lord God, we thank and praise you for your presence, Lord God. Father God, we thank and praise you for your word on tonight, Lord God, that we need a revelation, Lord God, with you, Lord God. Lord God, to tell us who you are in, with, and for us, Lord God. But most of all, we need to know who you are, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. We ask, O oh God, that you would bless your people, Lord God, those who are sick amongst us, oh God. We ask, oh God, that you would heal them in their bodies, Lord God, in their mind, soul, and spirit, Lord God. Do it, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, and we thank you. Amen and amen. Amen. God bless you, saints. God bless
1: you. God bless you all. bless you.
0: God bless you all.